0: Wouldn't you love to know how to create, grow, and preserve your wealth? Well, you are now in the right place. Welcome to the WealthWise Podcast. All courtesy of of VM Wealth Management. Management.
1: Another week, another episode of the VM WealthWise Podcast. Your favorite financial education series. Now, we kick-started Season 3... With some really insightful episodes, so we started off with abundance mindset, and last week we did riding the waves or stay the course, jumping in and out of investments. And listeners, I am so mad that I get I really missed that episode. Boy, jump on! <laughs> it was quite exciting, and I really, really wish I was there because David and Shanice really. You know, them, taught the things that you know.
0: Truly. Listen, if I wasn't an investor at that time, I would have invested that moment. It, <laughs> right? was, it was really one to remember.
1: Right. So big ups to David Rose and Shanice Williams, a.k.a. Top Striker Shan, for coming through and representing on the VM Wealthwise podcast. Now, for this week's episode, we will be discussing how to get listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange And for this diverse topic, we've sought out people who deal with this on a daily or monthly basis. So my special guests today are Mr. Romario Sterling, who is an assistant manager, capital markets representing VM wealth management and attorney at law, Mark Ramsey. (laughs) Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for wow. having me.
2: Well, no, well, but that, we not in. No, We don't, right do don't like, we don't We do know. not. and I are always in sync. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. We do not do that here. We, we are all about the vibes.
2: Well, thank you for having me. Hey,
1: this is a money show, you know, financial education. So when you're talking about money, you have to you know get excited? Yeah, but
3: a lick of energy. I'm very excited.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark. But before we proceed, um, as a reminder, don't forget you can find us on vmwealthwise.buspro.com as well as the VM Wealth YouTube channel. Do not forget to check out our LinkedIn page at VM Wealth Management, and you know that we are we're on all of the podcasts platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and the list goes on. So, listing on the Jamaica Stock Exchange, are you ready to be listed? No, Jovan, mm-hmm. did you know that there's like many businesses here in Jamaica that are eligible to be listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange, but they really lack the right information to help them to take the next step
0: daniel that is so true and truth be told if you're listening right now and wondering why should i take my company public i would love our guest to expound on our first question
1: right so my first question is this term is thus i'm using it you know jovan mentioned it but listing what is listing?
0: You hear it every day. Yeah, social yeah. media, listing, listing,
3: mm-hmm. listing. listing.
1: What, what is listing? Is
0: listing?
3: So, so listing is basically when a private company decides to um, become public by getting listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. As it relates to Jamaica. Same same thing in the US if it was a New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. So in simple terms, it's really when a private company decides to become a public entity by getting listed on the stock market. So that is what we really mean by listing.
1: All right. So, um. So that's one reason. But what are some other reasons that a company should consider the stock market as an option for raising capital?
3: Okay, that's a very good question. So companies list for a variety of reasons. But the, 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 the main reason why a company seeks to go to the stock market is primarily to raise capital, right? Um, companies get access to capital or money through two ways. It can be either debt or equity. Going to the stock market um, is equity capital. Um, And a company will choose to go that route for various reasons. It could be one, um, they want to preserve their financial position. So as opposed to taking out additional debt, they would prefer to list on the stock market because they get to that. Especially now in this high interest rate environment, where the central bank has been consistently increasing interest rate to curb inflation, now is really a good time where companies will seek listing on the stock market as an alternative, as opposed to going to the bank for a traditional loan or issuing debt via bond. Um, or any other type of debt structure. Another reason why companies might seek to list on the stock market is also the tax benefits. So as it relates to the junior market, um, companies actually get a tax reprieve
1: for about 10 years. So before you go on, I love what you said, junior market. So um, for the listeners who may not be Mm -hmm. familiar with the Jamaica Stock Exchange, I want you to um, elaborate some more on the the types of markets that the stock exchange will offer um, regarding listing or okay. where would the platform, you know?
3: Uh, that's a good question. So um, the Jamaica stock market is really comprised of two main markets, right? You have the main market, which is where the larger entities are listed, and then the junior market, which is where the small and medium enterprises list. Um, to list on the junior market, you must have a share capital of at least 50 million, and it cannot exceed 500 million. Once it exceeds that, then you have to go over to the main market. So the main difference is really the large companies list on the main market, like a large blue-chip companies, for instance, are separate, are with single. And then the smaller companies, for instance, are Fontana, or even a stationary office supplies, they list on the junior market. So that's the main difference. Separate and apart from the, the, the main and the junior market, there is also the U.S. dollar market. So you have companies that choose to list um, via the U.S. the U.S. dollar market, so they will raise capital through U- raise capital in U.S. dollars and that's also another market on the JC, outside of the two traditional. So that most companies that list um, by, by, by raising U.S. dollars right. tend to be on the main market. Because you find that it's the larger companies that tend to have that appetite mm-hmm. or demand for U.S. dollar um, capital. An example of that would be Cygnus, for instance. When Cygnus did their IPO, mm-hmm. they would have done they it on it the U.S. Dollar market, the dollar market and the J-dollar market and they listed on the main market.
1: Okay. So Mm -hmm.
3: I'll add another
2: benefit.
1: Mark, I wonder when you need to start talking (laughs) because Romario is just hugging the mic. I'm I'm ready. I'm
2: ready. (laughs) I'll add another benefit. And and this is is often overlooked, but it's a very important benefit and that's succession planning. Mm. So with private companies, it can be hard to reconcile the shareholding of a family. Mm. Oftentimes it's the founder who may be close to retirement or may have even passed. What does the family do to ensure that they can get liquidity out of owning a company? Mm. So you find that a lot of companies that are listed were family businesses and they were restructured in an exercise that would give some family members the opportunity to either exit or to hold shares that they can sell to somebody else. With a private company, you don't want to sell that to anybody. But when it's listed, you have the protection of the market. And yes, of course, it's, it's much harder. Stock exchange gives you a, a, a secondary market where you can actually approach um, the public and sell from shares. a
1: liquidity standpoint. Exactly, so you can exactly. enter and exit as you please. Exactly, wonderful. Exactly. Mark, I like talk to you. <laughs>
2: I like talking to you too. <laughs> so you know, I like talk to me. <laughs> big up,
1: big, big up the wool, Marion in the house. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, so, I
3: mean, yeah, that's a good benefit.
1: Jovan man. is not going to come in.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, so, so that's a good benefit. Um, and another thing too is also. Just the opportunity that can come from expansion. I mean, um, a company can also use the proceeds from the IPO race to acquire another company. Um, and that can be accretive to them as well as, you know, potential investors. They can use the proceeds to expand into a new market. Um, you, find, you tend to find that when companies are coming to market for the purpose of expansion, investor sentiment around it is usually very strong. And that actually helps to make the offer um, very successful
1: yeah, and, more and
0: more interesting. Exactly. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, guys, with all those benefits, I'm sure we have persons wondering, how can a business start the process of preparing for listing? And either of you can start. You want to start? Sure,
2: I'll, I'll start. Well, the company needs to be incorporated. Mm-hmm. That's, that's essential. So, there are a lot of businesses that, that need to have a proper corporate structure in place. So, I would say that's one of the critical things. Getting the advisors that are needed for the process. So, getting... Uh, If it's junior market, you're going to need a mentor, Uh, generally having a proper board of directors in place, having the attorney in place, having audits, proper audited um, statements, that's something that usually takes a while for companies to get in place. Um, While well, companies tend to have as private companies tend to have their accounting done, they don't tend to do the audited statement. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that's one critical thing that needs to be done as early as possible in the process because that can hold things up. Um, a business plan is also necessary. And then, I'll, do you want me to get into some of the really of technical course. legal well, things not technical now?
1: Technical legal, but give us an idea of what um, some of the legal requirements would be.
2: Okay, sure. So the the usual point of entry for, for companies that would ask this that sort of question, how can I prepare for listing? Mm-hmm. You'd usually be a junior market company. So let if you don't mind, I'll start there. So you need a fully paid up share capital of 50 million or more.
1: All right. So what is the shared capital now?
2: So that's the equity contribution that the the shareholders have made to the business. So that's not that's not taking into account the loans or necessarily profit that's literally the equity that's that's in the accounting that has been contributed so for the junior market there's a limit of 500 million and the importance of that limit is that they want small what you call smaller cap smaller medium-sized companies um now you're going to have to raise a minimum of 20 percent right so at least 20 percent to at least 100 shareholders. So that's what's going to make it a public company. And then there are some other requirements that need to be fulfilled. Having a proper business plan, having those audited financial statements that I mentioned, and for a junior market company specifically, a mentor. There's a list of of mentors that are approved by the Jamaica Stock Exchange, and one of them will have to be contracted to actually support the business. Um, For the lawyers, uh, as part of the process will help with some of the other specific requirements like updating the articles of incorporation, going through the approvals with FSC and JSC and and pushing through the process. But for a business that wants to be ready, I would say one of the key things, getting the advisors in place and getting the audits done.
1: Mm. So what's like the timeline to achieve all of this, like a standard timeline if you have Everything in place. So you have your checklist, you'd have done the the, the groundwork, the legwork to prepare your financials, you you, you just get your mentor, your attorney, your business plan, you're ready. You know, what's the timeline like to, you know, get listed? Like,
2: So usually companies budget about three to six months, depending on their readiness. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, that's that sounds Soon, like really, really quick. Yeah, I was, I was anticipating longer. So, so for so persons who are- several
2: companies will need more time. Okay, right, because it, it, and a lot of it boils down to those audited financial statements.
1: Absolutely, thank I, you so much. I Mark. just
3: want to add, you know, so, so how ready the company is, but one of the things that would really kickstart that too is the valuation, which is very essential because that is where us as the broker comes in. So we have to actually. Settle on a valuation
1: I was just about to ask you, i don 't hear you mention the broker vm wealth what what you know or how can vm wealth mm-hmm. as the broker assist in this process of getting listed
3: okay, so um, the first thing that uh, one of the major contributions as, f- from us as the broker is the valuation, as I was alluding to, and that is essential because that really determines the price as well as the amount of capital that the company can raise. So we look at the businesses' um, financials and we do a valuation, whether that, whether that valuation be based on projected cash flows or um, a market-based valuation. And a market-based valuation is when you're compared, when you arrive at a value for the business by looking at similar businesses, meaning businesses that are in the same sector and have a similar size, usually businesses that are already publicly listed. So that is the two main ways in which you actually value companies. we settle on a valuation represented to the, the company and then based on that valuation, um, we can come up with the amount that we're looking to raise from the market. And remember that we have to do a minimum of 20%. So it's up to the company if they want to do 20% or more to determine the capital raise. Um, outside of that, we also assist with the prospectus. So the as Mark would have alluded to it, um, the prospectus is really a legal document, but it's also um, a fundamental assessment of the company um, this is where investors get all the information about the financial performance um, the impact of the economy and the company. Um, and, you know, just other fundamental things that investors will use to decide whether or not they want to invest in the, in the company. So us as investment bankers or the broker really provides the company with advice in terms of what is important that they need to disclose in the prospectus to ensure that we ad- adequately address all the questions that the, the savvy and technical investors might ask to ensure that we improve the probability of having a very successful transaction.
2: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll add one more thing to, to what Romaria said. The, the, the brokers are essential to the process. They are mm. essential to the process. Um, in addition to the, to the sort of support that, that Romaria mentioned, the, the lawyers and the brokers work together also on reviewing the company from a due diligence perspective. One of the key things as well is your governance structure. So we mentioned the board of directors, but there are other things that need to be put in place. Mm. Um, Board charter, committee charters, things like that to ensure that the expertise is there. Um, So for a junior market company, for example, um, and for good governance, you need independent directors, generally speaking. You also need to ensure, for example, that the audit committee has an independent chair that has requisite experience. So those are the sort of things that we'd, we'd sort of work together on and ensure companies are ready.
1: So it's safe to say that the attorney and the broker, they hold the the, the business's hand or the, 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 the company's hand mm-hmm. in terms of the guidance, um, to get listed, you know, helping them up Absol- the stairs.
2: Absolutely. Because it's really up Absolutely. the stairs
1: we're going, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And it's a new experience for businesses. I mean, they, they've mastered, when they're ready to list, they've mastered the field they're in, mm-hmm. whether it's distribution or whatever they're doing. Yeah. And this is now an entirely new field. And that's why it's, it's so critical to have the right broker mm-hmm. and the right attorney, mm-hmm. because they literally are holding your hand as you, as you cross the threshold
0: into this new mm-hmm. new arena. So we are listed now, right? Congrats. We're listed. We are. <laughs> <laughs> through all of that. Everything. Up, up
1: six months to a year and, you know. The we're, baby we're bond, we're everything. Just, we, yeah? get <laughs> we get That's it.
0: We get it. You're the right <laughs> people helping you. Know. <laughs> so how, what are some ways, walk us through some ways that these companies can utilize the funds raised to grow their business? Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So, I mean, the first thing is, um, so for instance, at list on the junior market, the tax savings, right? So, as I said, they get a 10-year tax reprieve. So, for the first five years, they don't pay any income tax. And then for the last five years, they only pay half. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a significant saving to the business that they can use to reinvest in its expansion. Um, outside of that,
1: that, that... That's like a, a selling point <laughs> for me. Like, yeah, I want to list my company. Yeah. Yeah,
3: so, traditionally, wow. a lot of companies have actually, you know, opted to list primarily for that reason. Um, however, we, we see we see where companies are listing for more than just the tax savings, and that's good because um, when they list for more than just the tax saving, it says to the investor that they're serious about growth. And that during that 10-year break from paying taxes, they're going to take advantage of that opportunity to really accelerate the business and put it on a path to achieve significant growth. Rather than just come to the market for the tax break, not really do anything during the 10-year, and they're at the same position that they were Mm -hmm. when they just listed. Investors are excited about companies that are coming to the market to use that time period to really achieve a serious level of growth. So um, how they utilize the capital? is really essential to their success. So we, we love to see companies come to, come to the market who actually have some serious or ambitious you know, growth plans. Outside of um, the tax break, as I said before, they can also use the funds to acquire another entity. Mm. They could use it to expand into another market. Um Dollar Financial Services, for instance, when they went public, um, which is an IPO that we would have led um, and arranged, um, they would have used a part of the proceeds to kind of expand their activities in Guyana.
1: Yeah, Big Up yeah. Dollar, that was like a massive IPO. Uh,
3: very, yeah, exactly. How and, many
1: times oversubscribed?
3: 10 times oversubscribed, Whoa, the largest so no, Ramar, the IPO in history.
1: Say it with <laughs> <to> your chest. with <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So Kadi Bears will be proud of you. Say it. <laughs>
3: so, yeah, we at VM are very proud of Dollar. We're actually the third largest shareholder in Dollar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the largest IPO in the junior market history. It was 10 times oversubscribed, and it's actually the first company to raise the maximum of $500 million on the junior market since its inception in 2009.
1: And that's what success looks like, guys.
3: So that's why you should consider VM as your broker, because, I mean, we have a track record of actually, you know, doing large landmark transactions. And that's not the first time VM has actually had the history of doing the largest IPO. Prior to the junior market record, we actually had the largest IPO on the overall market when we did Portland private equity. Um for over one point five billion
0: mm-hmm.
3: um a few years ago before we single took the record so so v m is not new to having um the records of you know doing the largest IPOs on the stock
1: market. listen, Romario, come out with him history you now <laughs> the man walk on, with him really? history book like I love it so um we we list and we we get some benefits, but is the attorney or the broker still involved um after the listing, like what is what what takes place after a company goes public? So we, we list, we're benefiting, we're getting the money, um, we're seeing activity happening on the market, but what what happens? What happens
3: after? Yeah. So there's going to be way more requirements as it relates to disclosures, right? Mm-hmm. So the JSC has guidelines and standards in terms of when you need to you release a financial statement. So you're going to have to do more frequent, uh, more detailed and up-to-date financial reporting. Um, You have to go report financial statements quarterly and annually. You have to do an annual report, um, which, you know, is a comprehensive report on the performance of the business. Um, These days, you also need um, investor briefings. Well, it's not a need, but a lot of companies are opting to do it now because it actually helps to improve investor relations Mm -hmm. and it helps to improve in sentiment around the business. So the main thing that will change is that when you become a public company, there's a lot of pressure to deliver. Um, you're going to be required to report more consistently and more often, and then you're also going to be required to make um, disclosures whenever you're going to have any significant corporate actions.
1: Well, I wanted to know, like, does the broker or and the attorney still
3: still in, yes? So is
1: are they still involved? So it, after
3: it, so the, the, the broker more so, mm-hmm. um, depending on the type of relationship. Okay. Um, the attorney, the, the attorneys as well, but the broker. So, for instance. Um, When we did the IPO for Mm a dollar, subsequent to doing the IPO, we basically formed a relationship and they disclosed it in their financial statements where we are now their official financial advisors. Okay. So um, in some instances, you find that the company that brought, the broker that brought the company to market will become um, a financial partner depending on the arrangement that we have we, we would have had with them so we do other raises for them so for instance we recently did the dollar bond as well mm-hmm. so you see we're, we become a financial partner with the entity um, where we become like their primary um, broker when it comes to capital raises um, they will also consult us on strategy um, it depends they don't necessarily have to but there's also um, that opportunity and at VM we Strive to be more than just a company that raises capital and leaves the company. Mm-hmm. We actually want to be a financial partner. Partners. So it's not just raising the capital and leaving the company to just do, you know, go off on their own. We are interested in the development of the company. And, and, and I think that translates in, you can see that evidence in the fact that we take a stake, an equity stake right. in companies that we believe in when we bring them to market.
1: Yeah.
3: I I would Mr.
1: Mark Mark I each talk, you know, Mr. (laughs) Chase there, you're nodding. Go ahead, Mark.
2: I'm here to share. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, I don't know about other lawyers, but for the IPOs that we've done, we've continued to work very closely with the brokers, Mm -hmm. um, and also with the companies as they do the secondary transactions. And then what you'll find as well is that. After being listed, because of the emphasis on proper governance and compliance and so on, companies tend to ensure that they, they get proper advice. They want all their contracts done properly. When they're doing acquisitions, they they want to ensure their lawyer is involved. Uh and so it 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 creates a good a good opportunity for companies to do do things the right way. Transparency. All Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then there are the reporting requirements that continue as well. So there, there are these new requirements. Um they're, they're under the rules. Companies wouldn't have to do them unless they're listed. And those requirements include you know, publishing, audited financials, having your AGM and all those reporting requirements. And attorneys can be involved at various stages, especially because there will be a company secretary that plays a much more active role than typically would happen in a, in a private company.
1: Thank you so much for that, Mark. So, um, we're about to wrap up, but I want Romario, scholar, (laughs) to share three key points to note, like a, a checklist, you know, I need to get listed. I'm a company, I'm interested in taking my business public. Um, what are three key points that you'd need um, to start that listing journey?
3: Hmm. All right. So three key things. So you need a broker, right? I'll just, I'm going to segment it based on advisory. So you need <laughs> three key advisors to mm-hmm. have a successful transaction. The first is your broker. That would be the investment host that will guide you through the process.
1: Big up VM Wealth.
3: And uh, the legal counsel. For instance, Mark Ramsey.
1: Big up Mark Ramsey.
3: <laughs> and you'll also need an auditor for the financials.
1: Big up all the auditors out there. <laughs> <laughs> the long list.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: and there are some, 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 right. some good auditors out there. a lot of people, if you have the money, you can spend on a big four auditing firm, you know, like a PwC, KPMG. And then you have your, your second tier. I'm not going to call those names, but you know, um, you have your second tier firms, but you have the big four, the KPMG, the PwC, etc. So. Videos. <laughs> the videos that's also a decent one a popular one um, but yeah
1: thank you gentlemen for <laughs> this riveting conversation <laughs> on getting listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange so guys if you're out there and you have your company and you need that guidance and you really want to take your business public you know who to call we are ready here at VM Wealth to help you start your listing journey so you can find me and Jovan next week <laughs> on another episode of the WealthWise podcast so for all your wealth management needs just remember to call us at 876-960-5000 or email us at wealthinfo at myvmgroup.com Podcast production courtesy of Infinity Media. Don't forget, you can build your wealth with us at VM Wealth Management.
0: Advice. Solutions. Performance.